All right, Rebel, say good morning. Let us begin. Begin by thanking our sponsors for this morning. Sure to thank our time with our sponsors for the month of Shat. Mrs. Bracha Strimber, in memory of her husband, Avi Strimber, Avran ben Kamen, Eliezer Halidi, Zichor Levracha, we hope that in merit of our time with Torah, the Neshama have an Aliyah and the family a Nechama. And to thank Avi Tobias for dedicating all of the Shi'urim and Drashos this month in honor of the Shi'ur, in honor of the Daf. We thank Avi for his incredible generosity. Both with that, let us begin. Today's daf is Lamed. A beautiful daf ahead of us today. Today's daf is Lamed. We are picking up on Chavtes Amad Beis 29b. And we left off at Nesve. So we'll say Nesve is 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, about 18 lines up from the bottom. So we'll say, so just to reorient ourselves a little bit, we left off with an interesting machlokis. What was our machlokis? What is Parsha Shkalem? Which is a very interesting machlokis to have, right? Considering the Mishnah seeks out Parsha Shkalem, when do you read Parsha Shkalem? When do you skip, right? When, when is there a hafsaka? And now we get into, well, what is Parsha Shkalem? So for this, we had a machlokis, Rav and Shmuel. Rav says that it's what we call Tzav Es Bnei Yisrael, the Amarta Lemes Kamari Lachmi Leishai, which I will say is the Pasuk. Or is the section in Bamidbar Parshas Pinchas that deals with the carbon tamid, as well as as well goes into Rosh Chodesh after that as well. We then had Shmuel said no, it is actually the section of the beginning of Parshas Kisisa that deals with the Machsis Hashakel. So we are now trying to go ahead and figure out that particular halacha. So Moses says the Gemara Meisvei. So here's an interesting case. What happens if if Parsha Shkalim, right, the actual actual Parsha Shkalim falls out in proximity to the actual week in which we read that Parsha Sashavua? So you'll see what I mean in just in other words, I will say Parsha Shkalim is part of a Parsha. It's part of a Parsha. Right? So in other words, in essence, if you think about it. You read Parsha Shkalem twice, right? How do you read Parsha Shkalem twice? You read it once as Parsha Shkalem, a supplemental reading, but then you read it again, how? How? As a regular Parsha Sashavua. What happens if the Parsha Sashavua and the supplemental reading of Parsha Shkalem coincide? Coincide. No problem. Koronosa, the Kofanosa. You read it and you repeat it. So yeah, it could happen. We'll say, in other words, it could happen that you could actually have a situation where what? where the Parsha Sashavua and Parsha Shkalim themselves could be the same reading. To which the Gemara says, well, Bishlam al-Aman Damar Kisisa Zimna. That actually makes sense. When could that happen? By the way, they both say, this actually, it can't happen now, the way the calendar is set, but it could have happened before the calendar was set because if you say that Parsha Shkalim is Parshas Kisisa. So Parshas Kisisa does fall out around the time, or can fall out around the time of Rosh Chodesh Adar. So you, you could have, it sounds crazy, but you could have a situation where the regular Parshas HaShavua would be what? Parshas Kisisa. And you would end up reading the supplemental reading of Parshas Shkalim that same week. But if you hold that Parshas Shkalim is Parshas Bamidbar, then what, Rabbi There is no way that Parshas Bamidbar comes out around Purim. So how would that ever happen? Rabbi says, it is incredible. In, it can't happen, Rabbi Where could it happen? We mentioned this a few days ago. It could happen in Eretz Yisrael, because the Minog in Eretz Yisrael is that they did not finish reading the Torah every year, but rather 
they were on a three-year rotation. Once every three years, they finished reading the Torah. And as such, you could have a situation where a parshas Bamidbar can come out around Purim. Okay, I both say there's a lot to speak about with that, but not, not our topic. Okay, possible. Tanya Kavasi the Shmuel. Both of you that support Shmuel. Remember again, Shmuel holds that Parshas Shkolim is Parshas Kisisa. So where, is, where do you see this? Listen to this. Rosh Chodesh Adar Shechadios B'Shabbos. If Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, Korin Kisisa, Umaftirin B'Yehoyada HaKohen. Right? Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos. So ultimately, you're going to read Parshas Kisisa. That's Parshas Shkolim. And the Mahaftar of Yehoyada HaKohen. Or maybe Yitzchak Nafcho. Rosh Chodesh Adar Shechadios B'Shabbos. If Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, so, so again, so the point of that price is you see explicitly that what do we say? We say that Allah Chalamaisa Parsha Shkalim is Parsha Kisisa. Fine. So the Gemara says, Amr Yitzchak Nafcha, Rosh Chodesh Adar, Shchalios B'Shabbos, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, Motzien Shalosh Toros, we take out three Toros, the Korin Bahen, Echad Binyan Shayom, one is the Parsha Shavua, the Echad B'Shal Rosh Chodesh, one is Rosh Chodesh reading, and one is Parsha Shkalim. So I'll say, so once again, you seem to point into the idea that what is Parsha Shkalim? The beginning of Parsha's Kisisa, a support to Shmuel. If Rosh Chodesh Teves falls out on Shabbos, I'll say, and I remember again, what happens if Rosh Chodesh Teves falls out on Shabbos? What do you have? You've got Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, and Hanukkah. So Mavian Shalosh Toros. We had this this year. Right? So we go ahead, right? You take out three Torahs. Take out three Torahs. The Korin Bahen Echad Binyanosh Shayom. One of them you go and you read Parshas Hashavua. The Echad Bidirosh Chodesh. One is Rosh Chodesh. The Echad Bichanukah. And one is Hanukkah. So I will say, so now, interestingly enough, now why do I need both these cases? I will say, so the Gemara just illustrated the same thing in two cases. One was Rosh Chodesh Adr that falls on Shabbos, and if Rosh Chodesh Adr falls on Shabbos, also you have three Torahs. Parsha Shavua, Rosh Chodesh, Parsha Shkalim. Same idea, if, if Rosh Chodesh Teves falls out on Shabbos, three Torahs. Parsha Shavua, Rosh Chodesh, and Chanukah. So why, so, we'll say, so, why does the Gemara, so why does the Gemara need to bring down three cases of three Sifrei Torahs? The same idea. If I would have just said this case, Bakarab Yitzchak, so we'll say, you need both cases, why? Because if it would have just said the Hanukkah case, I would have said the Hanukkah case is where you need three Torahs, why? Parshas HaShavua, Rosh Chodesh and Hanukkah. But maybe Rosh Chodesh, Adr that falls on Shabbos, so we'll say, interestingly enough, maybe you only need two Torahs. Then I will say, why would you only need two Torahs? Because according to Rav, according to Rav, the Kriya, for Parshas, for Rosh Chodesh, and for Shkalim is what? Is the same. Is the same. Kamash Malan, no, that we don't pass like Rav, we pass like Shmuel, and the Kriya for Shkalim and the Kriya for Rosh Chodesh are two different Kriyos. I, Velema Havolo Bayahach, if that's the case, then just state the case, state the case by Rosh Chodesh, Adr that falls on Shabbos, and leave off Hanukkah. We're just saying one is inferred by the other. In other words, once we start talking about cases of three Torahs, we get very excited. We get very excited. We're easily excitable bunch. And therefore, again, once I start speaking about three Torahs, I go ahead and mention all of the cases that talk about three Torahs. I will say, 
truth is there aren't so many cases that talk about three Torahs. It's really only Shabbos Hanukkah and Rosh Chodesh Adar that falls out on a Shabbos. Those would be three cases. I will say, but again, for our purposes, what does this prove or who does this support? This supports the position of Shmuel who holds that Parsha Shkalim is Parsha's Kisisa and not like Rav. Because according to Rav, at least for Rosh Chodesh Adar that falls out on Shabbos, you would not need three Torahs. You would only need what? You would only need two. Because according to Rav, the reading for Shkalim and the reading for Rosh Chodesh are in fact the same Kriya. Good. Amrav Yitzchak says, I'm sorry, Itmar, Rosh Chodesh Tevesh Chodesh B'Shabbos, if Rosh Chodesh Tevesh falls on Shabbos, so we'll say back to Chanukah. Rosh Chodesh Tevesh falls out on Shabbos, I'm sorry, Rosh Chodesh Tevesh Chodesh B'Chol, Rosh Chodesh Tevesh falls out during the week, Amrav Yitzchak, so we'll say, so now here's the interesting part, what do you do when Rosh Chodesh Tevesh falls out during the week? What's my problem? What's my problem? Not problem, Chas but what's the issue? I have Chanukah and Rosh Chodesh, but again, remember, this is a weekday reading. This is a weekday reading. So whereas on Shabbos, you can add on whatever you want. How do you deal with this on a weekday? So listen to this. I'm Rabbi Yitzchak. Read three aliyahs in Rosh Chodesh and one aliyah on Chanukah. That's Rabbi Yitzchak's position. No, read three aliyahs in Chanukah. And one aliyah of Rosh Chodesh. So we'll say, what is everybody? What is everybody agreeing on? What is everybody agreeing on? That's what four aliyahs. Four aliyahs, which is fine because that's right. That's Hanukkah, right? So four four aliyahs, right? What do we do? Or Rosh Chodesh? What are we disagreeing on? We're disagreeing on the three one split. Rabbi Yitzchak saying three for Rosh Chodesh, one for Hanukkah. Rav Dimi three for Hanukkah, one for Rosh Chodesh. Amr Rav Mani Kavaset Rabbi Yitzchak Nafka Mistabra. Rabbi Yitzchak seems to be right that it should be three Rosh Chodesh, one Hanukkah. Why? Did Tadir Vishen Tadir Tadir Kodem? But say no. Whenever you have a doubt, you always fall back. No, but say there are certain trusted principles that when you hear them, it's like seeing an old friend, right? You see an old friend, you feel a sense of comfort. Here, Tadir Vishen Tadir Tadir Kodem. Ah, Tadir is always there to save us in cases of doubt. What do I do? Tadir v'sheno tadir tadir kodim. Rosh Chodesh comes more often than Chanukah. And therefore, again, I will say it makes sense to say, like Rabbi Yitzchak, three aliyos in Rosh Chodesh, one aliyah in Chanukah. No, I think that's like Rav Dimi. Why? So the Gemara, listen to this. Who causes the fourth the fourth aliyah to come? Rosh Chodesh. So I will say Chanukah by itself will just get three aliyahs. Right, so ultimately, who causes the who quote unquote causes the fourth aliyah? The fourth aliyah is caused by Rosh Chodesh. Therefore, Hilchach Revi Rosh Chodesh by Mikri. So therefore, again, really, the fourth aliyah should be Rosh Chodesh. Okay, so my Havi Allah. Suppose what's the halacha? What's the halacha? Rav Yosef Amra in Mashkichim Rosh Chodesh. Rav Yosef says we don't pay attention to Rosh Chodesh, and ultimately, which means which means that the primary kriya is Chanukah. Three from Chanukah, one for Rosh Chodesh. But Rabbi Amar Eimashkichin bechanukah, and Rabbi says no. Quote unquote, we don't pay attention to Chanukah, and therefore it's three Rosh Chodesh, one Chanukah. Vehilchusa Eimashkichin bechanukah for Rosh Chodesh Shaker. And Rabbi say the halacha is we don't quote unquote we don't pay attention to Chanukah and Rosh Chodesh is Shaker like Rabbi Yitzchak. And therefore Rabbi say, and this is indeed how we pass the halacha l'maisa that when Rosh Chodesh Teves falls out during the week. We read three aliyos from the Kriya of Rosh Chodesh and one aliyah from the entire Kriya of Chanukah. That is the halacha. Itmar, chalios beve'ata tetzaveh. So we'll say it's an interesting case. Now what happens? 
Watch this case. And I'm both saying this actually, this actually can happen. I'm both say what happens if Parsha Shkalim falls out on Parsha's Titzave? Now I'm both say, so remember again, what's unique about this? Titzave is what? Is the week before Kisisa. Right? So I'm both say, so in this case over here, what's happening? What's happening? So Parsha's Hashavua is falling out right before what would be Parsha Shkalim. So now what do I do on Shabbos Titzave? So watch this. You read three aliyos, so we'll essentially read all the parshas tetzave in six aliyos up until parshas kisisa. Vechad nechisisa ad vaasisa, and then read the seventh aliyah. Read the seventh aliyah from the beginning of parshas parshas kisisa, parshas shkalim. Amr Abayi Abayi will say top of lamid. Amri akume hu da kamok mi hasam. So we'll say, look at Rashi. What does that mean? Look at Rashi for just a moment. Amri akumi humi demukmi hasam kilomar ena davar nikal shim parsha shkalim ela sabishlon istaima parshas va'atad zavad kan. The boss says, Abai said, here's the problem. You can't do that. Why? Because what does it look like? People aren't going to realize that that seventh aliyah, that that seventh aliyah is parshas kisisa. Instead, what are they just going to think it is? They're just going to think it's a continuation of parshas tetzav. In other words, remember what's unique about this case is. The Parshas HaShavua happens to just chronologically go into Parshas, Parshas Shkalim. So if you just read, Abai says, if you just read 6 from Tetzave, 7th Aliyah from Kisisa, and there's nothing recognizable, people are just going to think that Kisisa is the continuation of Tetzave. But we'll say, you have to, again, remember, this goes back to what we constantly refer back to, which is, you know, you, you have your Chumash, right? So you have your Chumash that says Parshas Tetzave, then Parshas Kisisa, and you have your note in the margin that says, you know, Parshas Shkalim. But remember again, they're just listening al so they're not going. Abayis is not going to hear anything recognizably different. Amr Abayis says, "Here's what you should do." Rather, Abayis said, "This is actually very interesting." Read six alios, six alios from Tetzave into the beginning, into the beginning of, into the beginning of Parshas uh, Kisisa. In other words, read read six alios. Through the beginning of Parshas Kisisa, up until the Pasaka Vasisa Kiyar Nechoshes, up until the making of the Kiyar, which is a couple of Psukim already into Parshas Kisisa, which for us is the end of Parshas Shkalim. And then what? And then, Vechad Tani Vekari Nechisisa Adva Asisa. So we'll say, listen to this. Abai says, then what do you do? So in other words, read six aliyos from the beginning of Tetzave into Parshas Kisisa, and aliyah number seven, go back and read from the beginning of Parshas Kisisa. In other words, reread the beginning of Parshas Kisisa. When people see you rereading Parshas Kisisa, they will understand that what? What are you doing? That's Parshas Shkalim. And I want to point out, the only reason why they're having this discussion is because Parshas HaShavua comes right before Parshas Kisisa. In a different week, this wouldn't come up because it'd be recognizable that the supplemental reading is Parshas Shkalim. What we're concerned about over here is that people aren't going to realize that there's a supplemental reading and they're just going to think that Parshas Tetzave kind of bleeds into Parshas Kisisa. So if Rabbi says, read six alios, go from the beginning of, uh, of Tetzave into Kisisa, and then for the seventh aliyah, reread, reread, the beginning of Parshas Kisisa as Parshas Shkalim. So you're repeating something you already read. By repeating something you already read, people will see, ah, 
That's a supplemental reading. I will say, by the way, also, don't get thrown off by the sixth aliyah, seventh aliyah. Obviously, they're espousing a little bit of a different model. We read, we read Parshas Kisisa or Parshas Shkalim as a maftir, right? Not, they're, they're, they're looking at it as one of the aliyos, but don't worry about that. Nesve, Chalios, Parshas Mukhala, Beimilfana, Beimilacha, If Parshas Shkalim falls out, literally again, the Parshas HaShavuah, in other words, literally, the Parshas Kisisa would be read the week before or the week after. So the Gemara says, Korinosa, Vekolfinosa. We read it and we repeat it. So according to Abaye, this makes sense. According to Abaye, this makes sense. But El Rab Yitzchak Nafcha Kasha. But according to Rab Yitzchak, what would he do with this? I'm with Rab Yitzchak Nafcha Ula Abaye Minecha. Does Abaye does this make sense? Teinach Lefanel. This makes sense ultimately again if it comes before Parshas Kisisa Lachareh Hechimishkachosla. How would you ever have it if it comes afterwards? Elamai Istachalamimar Kofla Bishabasos. Ultimately, again, it must be that. What if you look at Rashi? Rashi says, Kofla Bishabasos, second white line. That what it means, Rabbosai, is, by the way, we have this. You can have a situation where you're reading Parshas Kisisa two weeks in a row, right? How could you have that? Where Rabbosai, one week you're reading Parshas Kisisa as Parshas Shkalim, and then you could be, this is off, this, how that often happens, that you're first reading it as Parsha Shkalim, and then you're reading actual Parsha Sashavua later on, a week or two, or, or the week later. Fine. Chalios Bechisisa, Atzma, so we'll say ultimately again, so we'll say, so again, this whole discussion for us is a bit academic because remember, we have the Parshos split up a little bit differently. So if you would have a situation where Titzava would fall out the week before Kisisa, remember again in general, what are we doing? We're reading seven aliyos from Titzava and a maftir from Kisisa. So the fact that the maftir, remember again, we use the supplemental readings as a maftir, not as an aliyah. So the fact that I'm using it as a maftir in and of itself distinguishes it and everyone understands that it is a supplemental reading. Good. Chalios Bechisisa, Atzma. Watch this case. What happens if Parshish Shkalim actually falls out on Parshish Kisisa? Which again, calendrically now for us cannot happen, but was able to happen before the calendar was set. So now I'm say, what do you do in a situation like this? something very interesting. Essentially, he says, you begin the reading of Parsha Sashavua, not from the beginning of the Parsha, but you begin the first Aliyah, you skip the first part of the Parsha, which is what we call Parsha Shkalim, right? You've skipped that part, begin Rishon from a couple of Pesukim into the Parsha, and read up to Vayakel, and then, and then, Bechad Kari, Mechisisa Ad Vasis, and then go back for the last Aliyah, and read the first part of the parasha. Maskifla Abaye Abaye is going to say, "What? I'm really mafreo who dekari? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You're going to read the parasha out of order. That makes no sense." Ella Amr Abaye. Here's what you do: Karu Shisa Advayakel. Read six aliyos from the beginning of the parasha to the end of the parasha. Vechad Tani Vekari Mechisisa Vaadasisa. And just reread. Just reread the first aliyah. Reread the first aliyah. Tanya Kavasi the Abaye Chalios Bechisisa. So we'll say, and again, that indeed was the halacha. If it turned out that Parshish Shkalim fell out on Parshish Kisisa, which I will say again, cannot happen presently. But again, when it was able to happen, what would you do? Read the entire Parsha from beginning Kisisa until Vayakel. Read the entire Parsha, split it up into six aliyos, 
and then reread the seventh Aliyah from what? The first part of the Parsha, which is Parsha's Kisisa, Parsha Shkalim. Beautiful. But we'll say second wide line. Chalias, Pesach HaShabbos, Makdim L'Shabbos, Avra. So we'll say, I'm going to get back to Mishnah. What did the Mishnah say? If Rosh Chodesh Adar fell out during the week, when do you read Parsha Shkalim? We'll say, when do you read Parsha Shkalim? The Shabbos before. Remember, Parsha Shkalim is always read the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh Adar. The only exception to that rule is when? Is when? When Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos itself. Then you would read Parsha Shkalim on Rosh Chodesh Adar. But if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out during the week, you go ahead and you advance the reading of Shkalim to the Shabbos before. Itmar, Rosh Chodesh Adar, Shkalios, Be'erif Shabbos. We'll say, what happens in the following case? What do you do? So we'll say, the Lashon of the Mishnah is very interesting. The Lashon of the Mishnah is, Chalios B'Socha Shabbos. So how do you translate that phrase literally? If Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out when? When? Besoch, and I will say, Besoch means like the middle of the week or during the week. What happens if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Friday? Chalios, Besochalios, so itmar, Rosh Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh, Be'erv Shabbos, Rav Amr Makdimin. Rav says, well, we still, we read, we read Parsha Shkalim on the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh. Ushmul Amr Ma'acharin, very interesting. Shmuel says, no, that Halacha Lamaisa, in that case, you're going to read Parsha Shkalim that Shabbos following Rosh Chodesh. Right? That Shabbos following. So Rosh Chodesh will be on Friday and you'll read, you'll read Parsha Shkalim that Shabbos. Rav Amar Makdimin. Rav says we advance the reading where we read the Shabbos before. Dim Kim Batsri Lohu Yomi Shulchanos. Remember again, we saw in yesterday's daf that ultimately, again, we want to give two weeks. We want to give two Remember, we'll say, we had the idea that we should give a month for people to go ahead and get their machzis shekel in, right? Right, 30 days. 30 days is the amount of time that people need to get their act together. I will say, Halavite only took 30 days for us to get our act together, right? What good shape I'd be in if that was true. But at least for shkalim, right? At least to get my new half shekel in, 30 days. Rabbi Huda said, no, you only need 15 days. Two weeks, right? 15 days. That was saying that even according to Rabbi Yehuda, who says that halacha lemaisa, you only need two weeks, we still want to go ahead and read Parsha Shkalim on the week before Rosh Chodesh Adar. Why? Because remember, again, the money changers set up their tables two weeks after Rosh Chodesh Adar, two weeks before Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So the Gemara says like this. So watch this. So, so Rav says, we're go- if, even when Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Friday, we're going to read the previous Shabbos because if not, by the time we go ahead and read Parsha Shkalim, it's less than two weeks to give people notice that the money changers are setting up their tables. So the Gemara says, Ushmul Shmuel says, Ma'achrin. Shmuel says, no, we can wait till, we can wait till Shabbos. Why? Sof, sof, chameser b'ma'ali shabsam mikla. Shmuel says it's not a problem because let's play this out. If Rosh Chodesh is Friday, Rosh Chodesh is Friday, and ultimately again you wait three Pasha Shkalim until that Shabbos, the money changers anyway wouldn't really be setting up their tables until when? Two weeks from that Sunday. See, either way you still have two weeks. Okay, so Tzanan, Chalios, Pesach HaShabbos, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out during Shabbos, during the week, because it's Mishnah, Makdimin l'sha'avar. We go ahead and we advance the reading to the previous Shabbos, Parshish Kalim, Umafsikin l'sha'avar. So we'll say, 
when you have a situation like that, that you read Parsha Shkalim before Rosh Chodesh Adar, you're going to have one Shabbos without a supplemental reading, right? So the Gemara says, because remember again, the next time we're going to have a supplemental reading is when? Is when? What's after Shkalim? Is Zachar. And when is Zachar read? On the Shabbos immediately preceding Purim. So therefore again, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out during the week, and you read Parsha Shkalim the week before, that usually means the next Shabbos, you're not going to be reading any supplemental reading. And then the following Shabbos after that, you read Parsha Zachar. So the Gemara says, So Makdimu Shavar, Mavsig the Shabbos Acharas, My love, Afilu Be'erav Shabbos, doesn't this even mean that even when Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on a Friday, we go ahead and we advance the reading to the previous Shabbos, Lo, B'socha Shabbos Davko. No, maybe not. Maybe this halacha of advancing Parsha Shkalim to the previous Shabbos only applies when? When Rosh Chodesh Mamash falls out during the week. And during the week, Rabbi means on any other day other than Friday. But if Rosh Chodesh Adar is falling out on Friday, when you're such proximity to Shabbos, in that case, we'll read Parsha Shkalim on the Shabbos actually following Rosh Chodesh Adar, the next day. Tashma, Ezu Shabbos Rishona. What's the first Shabbos ultimately? Again, that we read one of the supplemental readings. Kol Shechar Rosh Chodesh Adar and a week in which Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out during it, Vafilu Be'erev Shabbos, Vafilu Be'erev Shabbos, right? Vafilu Be'erev Shabbos, my love, Vafilu Be'erev Shabbos, Dumya Desocha. Don't we say, therefore, again, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, Erev Shabbos, excuse me, it's the same halacha that if it fell out on any other day during the week, how so? Masocha, Makdimin, just like when Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out in the middle of the week, we advance Parshash Kalim to the previous Shabbos, of Erev Shabbos, Makdimin, so too, even when Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Erev Shabbos, we advance the reading. We advance the reading earlier, to which the Gemara says, not necessarily, Amr Shmuel, Amr Shmuel, Ba, the Chayim Tan of the Shmuel, Ba, not necessarily, but say, rather it could very well mean that Halacha Lamaisa, the only time we will advance the reading is when, is when Halacha Lamaisa, look at Rashi, Amr Shmuel, Hai B'socha Diktani Lav, Toch Shavua, Ela Toch Shabbos Atzmo, no, what are we talking about when it says Besocha Shabbos? Could very well mean that's referring to when Rosh Chodesh falls out on Shabbos itself. In other words, the both say that you could have three different situations. Essentially, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, when do you reach Shkalim? On Shabbos. If Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out during the week, when do you reach Shkalim? When do you reach Shkalim the previous Shabbos? And potentially, the is entertaining. If Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Friday, when do you reach Shkalim? The Shabbos following that Friday, right? In other words, the next day, the next day. So Tanya, so says, Kitanoi. In reality, this whole thing is a Machlokasan. So we'll say, it's very interesting. This whole, we're, going, we're getting all wrapped up in one very specific case, which is Rosh Chodesh Adras falling out on a Friday. So do we look at that as Rosh Chodesh Adras falling out any other time during that week? In which case, we'll read Parsha Shkalem on the previous Shabbos, or for some reason, is Rosh Chodesh Adar falling out on Friday, a different animal, which will then lead us to actually read Parsha Shkalim on the next day, on the Shabbos following Rosh Chodesh. That's the Machlokes. So it says, the Gemar it's Machlokes Tanayim, Misargin the Shabbosos. So we'll say, ultimately, again, Misargin means we alternate. Sergin. Misargin the Shabbosos, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda Anasi. Rabbi Shuron Allah, Omar, in Misargin. No, we'll say, if you look at Rashi, Rashi, Lashon, Sergin, Kilomar, Ultimately, again, there are circumstances where there will be a hefsek, there will be an interruption between Parsha Shkalim and Parsha Zacher. 
Aram Shimon Alazar, Rabbi Shimon Alazar says, when do we say in Misagin that we don't alternate? Oh, when Rabbi say, don't we alternate? In a case, we're listening to this, in a case where Halach Lamaisa, Rosh Chodesh Nazar falls out on Erev Shabbos. Because in that case, according to what will you say, you read Parsha Shkalim on the sh- next day, on the Shabbos after Rosh Chodesh. And then Rabbi say, what that would mean is, when do you read Parsha Zachar? The following Shabbos, in which case there's no alternating. But Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out during the week. We'll read Parsha Shkalim, the previous Shabbos, even though it is still Chodesh. So we'll say, how do we pass in Allah For our purposes, I will say, there is no difference if Rosh Chodesh falls out on a Friday or if Rosh Chodesh falls out on a Wednesday. It's always the same halacha. Whenever Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out during the week, we always read Parsha Shkalim on the previous Shabbos. The only exception to that rule is what? When, when, when Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out when? On Shabbos itself, in which case then we'll go ahead and we'll read Parsha Shkalim on that Shabbos, and that'll be a case of three Sifrei Torah. Right? Again, Parsha Sashavua, Rosh Chodesh, and Parsha Shkalim. Beautiful. But so let's go weiter. Says the Gemara, Bishniya Zachar. Remember again, on the second Shabbos, which means on the second supplemental reading, is Parsha's Zachar. Again, remember, Parsha's Zachar details the war with Amalek and gives us the obligation to remember Amalek. We always read this on the Shabbos before Purim because remember again, Haman, Haman is a descendant of the nation of Amalek. Say Itmar, Purim Shechalios Be'arev Shabbos. What happens when Purim falls out on a Friday? Rav Amar, Makdimin Parsha Zachar. So we'll say, watch this. Rav says, we'll read Parsha Zachar on the previous Shabbos. Right? So Purim falls out on a Friday. We're still going to read Parsha Zachar on the previous Shabbos. So Shmuel Shmuel says, no, Ma'achrin. In that case, we'll say, interestingly enough, when Purim falls out on a Shabbos, what we're going to do is we're going to read Parsha Zachar on actually the next day. On the, right, on the day after Purim. So the Gemara says, Rav says, no, 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 you have to read Parsha Zachar on the Shabbos before Purim in order that what? In order that the performance of Purim not precede, the, or I should say the performance not precede the remembrance. In other words, it makes sense to say, remember Amalek before the celebration of Purim. says, no, we delay it. Remember again, when they speak about Purim falling out on Friday, which date is falling out on Friday? The 14th. Which means that technically speaking, Shabbos is also still Purim. Now, now we have this right. Remember again, even on that case, one of the walled cities is going to celebrate Purim. When are they going to celebrate? On Erev Shabbos also, right? They're going to celebrate on Friday also. Because remember, you can't, you can't go to Sunday. You can't go to Sunday because Sunday is the 16th already. And we're going to celebrate Purim on the 16th. So, so they'll push it back. But nevertheless, calendrically, calendrically, the 15th is Purim. And I both say the truth is the concept of a Purim Meshulosh, of the 16th celebrating pieces of Purim as well, we have that concept in Halacha. But for our purposes now, just understand, the Gemara is looking at it, the 14th is Purim, the 15th is calendrical Purim, so therefore Shmuel will say that Halacha Lamai says no problem reading Parsha's Zohar on that Shabbos. There's no problem because that's Purim and Parsha's Zohar coinciding with one another. So the Gemara says as follows. Good. On the second Shabbos, we'll read Parsha Zachar. So the Gemara says, 
But ultimately, again, let's analyze this. When Rosh Chodesh falls out, Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, then what? Mikla Purim, Be'erev Shabbos, the 14th of Adar, will fall out on Erev Shabbos. Ve'katani b'shniya Zachar. And yet we're saying that on the second Shabbos, we read Parsha Zachar, which would seem to put Parsha Zachar actually on the Friday, or on the Shabbos, excuse me, before Purim, which would seem to support Rav and against Shmuel. So Amra Papa, my Shnia, what does Shnia mean? Shnia lahafsaka. It means the second Shabbos after we didn't have a supplemental reading. Okay, so Tashma, Ezer Shabbos Shnia, what's the second Shabbos? Kol Shechal Purim Lios Besocha. And that's the week that Purim fell out during it. Vafilu Be'erev Shabbos, even if Purim falls out on Shabbos. So my love, Erev Shabbos, Dumi Desocha. So aren't we saying that whether Purim falls out on Erev Shabbos or Purim falls out during the week, it's the same halacha. Masocha, Makdimin, just like if Purim falls out during the week. We read Parsha Zachar on the Shabbos before Purim. Af Erev Shabbos Makdimin. So too, if Purim falls out on Erev Shabbos, we'll still read Parsha Zachar the Shabbos before Amr Shmuel Ba. Shmuel says, no, it's talking about a case where actually Purim is falling out on Shabbos itself. Okay. What happens if Purim falls out on Shabbos itself? Amr Ravuna. The Devriah call in Makdimin. Ravuna will say, in that case, everyone agrees that we read Parsha Zachar on that Shabbos and we will not advance the reading to the previous Shabbos. So Nachman will say, no, it is still a machlokis. So we'll say here he says that when Purim falls out on Shabbos, we still read Parsha Zachar on the previous Shabbos. So we'll say, how do we pass in Alocha Lamaisa? We pass in like Rav. And therefore Abba says it's very interesting, important Alocha. Even when Purim falls out on Shabbos, right? Even when Purim falls out on Shabbos. We always read Parsha Zachar on the Shabbos preceding Purim. Again, I both say, so what you begin to see, it's the same Allah. In other words, the Gemara tries to make a distinction when certain major events occur on a Friday versus during the week, right? So now this is our second time. If Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out during the week, everyone agrees, Parsha Shkalim on the previous Shabbos. I, what happens if, 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 if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on a Friday? So Allah, what we say is, there's no difference if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on a Friday or a Wednesday. You're always going to read Parsha Shkalim when? On the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh Adar. Same thing by Purim. Whether Purim falls out, quote-unquote, during the week, or Purim falls out on a Friday, Parsha Zachar is always going to be read on the Shabbos preceding Purim. Beautiful. Beshlish's Paraduma. Both say the third supplemental reading is the Parsha, Parsha's Para, who seeks out Paraduma, which I will say, remember again, Paraduma purifies a person from ritual impurity contracted from contact with a corpse. We read that on the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Ultimately, again, as a way of reminding ourselves that Allah Chalais, we have to be in a state of ritual purity for Pesach. So turn out, but on Ezu Shabbos, Lishis, what's the third Shabbos? Kol Shesmucha Lepurim Echara. We'll say the third Shabbos is always the Shabbos after Purim. Itmar, Rabbi Chama, Bar Chanino, Amr Shabbos Hasmucha Lerosh Chodesh. None of the other states, the Shabbos has sex Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So we'll say everything depends on when Rosh Chodesh Nisan falls out. But for our purposes, the easier way to remember it is Parshas Parah is always read on the Shabbos after Purim. Beautiful. On the fourth, on the fourth Shabbos, which is the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh Nisan, we read Parsha Sachodesh, which speaks, we'll say this week's Parsha, no, 
sorry, last week's parasha, HaChodesh HaZalachem, Satan Rabbanon, Rosh Chodesh Adosh Chalios B'Shabbos, if Rosh Chodesh Adosh falls out on Shabbos, Korin Kisisa, Umaftirn Be'Yehoyada. So we'll say, if Rosh Chodesh Adosh falls out on Shabbos, remember again, we'll say, we just said this wrong, what, what, what are you doing? How many Torahs are you taking out on Rosh Chodesh Adosh falls out on Shabbos? How many Torahs? How many Torahs? Three. Parsha Sashavua, Rosh Chodesh, and Parsha Shkalim. Says the Gimar Vafilu, Vafilu Be'erev Shabbos. And this is true even if Rosh Chodesh Adra falls out on Erev Shabbos. Bishnia, I will say if it falls out on Rosh Chodesh, obviously if it falls out on Rosh Chodesh, if it falls out on, if it falls out on, if Rosh Chodesh falls on Erev Shabbos, you're not taking out three Sifrei Torah. This reflects the view that it, when Rosh Chodesh Adra falls out on Erev Shabbos, we parsha Shkalem on the following Shabbos. We don't pass like that. Bishnia, the second Shabbos, Zachar, we parsha Zachar, Umaftir Pakarati, Vezi Shabbos Shnia, What's what's the second Shabbos? Kol shechal purim liyos b'socha v'afilu berev Shabbos. I will say that's ultimately again that's the second Shabbos. That's the second Shabbos. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the week in which purim falls out during the week, even if purim falls out on a Friday. B'shlishes on the third week. Para aduma. You read parshas para. Umaftirin vezarakti alechem. Ve'ezui Shabbos. Well, say what's the third week? Kol shesmucha leporim yacharah. The third week is the Shabbos that falls out after Purim. Bereviyas Chodesh Hazah, Reparshas Hachodesh, Umaftirin Koamar Hashem Elokim, Right Berishon Be'echad Hachodesh, Ve'amad Be'ez, Ve'ezo, Ve'ezo Hi Shabbos Reviyas, And what's the fourth Shabbos Shabbos saying? Kol Shachal Rosh Chodesh Nisan Liyos V'Socha, Ve'afilo Be'er Shabbos. That's the week in which Rosh Chodesh Nisan falls out, even if it falls out on a Friday. So we'll say, this is actually a great Brysa, because this outlines, and I will say now again, you know this already, the Brysa framed this as four consecutive weeks. But in fact, it's not really four consecutive, it doesn't have notice often, there's a lapse in between. So remember again, you're reading Parsha Shkalim on the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh Adar. You're reading again Parsha's Zohar on the Shabbos before Purim. You're reading Parsha's Para, Parsha's Para, on the Shabbos after Purim, and you're reading Parshas HaChodesh on the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh Nisan. That's the model. That's the model. Beautiful. Says the Yimar, very exciting. Says the Yimar, Bechamishas, Chosun Mechisidron. So we'll now watch this. On the fifth week, on the fifth week, we go, life, we go back to life, back to normal. Right? We go back to regular Kriyas. Says the Yimar, the Seder Mai. We see to the regular order, the regular order of what? Rabbi Ami Amal say the parsha is closer. Rabbi Ami says you go back to the regular parsha Sashavua. Rabbi Yermio Amar the Seder Haf Torah Sukhoser. No, no, no. What it means is you're going back to the regular, the regular Seder of Haf Torah. So I was saying, if you look at Rashi, Rashi says over here the Seder parsha. So I was saying the wide lines about ten lines in. Shebe Shavosos Halal Haf Sifsiku Seder Parshios Delo Karu El Araposhes. I was saying now here we get into a fascinating, fascinating machlokas. See, I was saying. Up until now, I've been slanting the conversation a little bit. Why? Because we know that Halacha Lamaisa, the Dalit Parshios, are supplemental readings, which means they come on top of the regular Parshios HaShavua. But I both say there is an opinion of Rabbi Ami and others who hold that on the weeks of the Dalit Parshios, you're not reading the regular weekly Parsha. All you're reading is the supplemental reading. And therefore, again, when the Mishnah says that on the fifth week, you go back to the normal order, Rabbi Ami actually says, what's the normal order? Parsha Sashavua. Once again, you'll start reading a regular Parsha Sashavua. Rabbi Yerbiya says, no, we've been reading Parsha Sashavua the whole time. 
What does it mean we go back to the normal order of things? What does that refer to? What does that refer to? Half Torahs. Half Torahs. Why? Because halacha the only thing that, that what happens on the, on the Dalit Parshos is you're reading something supplemental, an additional Kriya, plus a special half Torah. So it says the Gemara, Amra Baye Kavasi, Rabbi Ami Mestabra. I think Rabbi Ami is right. Why? It's not because what do we say in the Mishnah? Lakomav Sikin, right? We go ahead and we disrupt the normal order for everything. So according to the opinion, Rabbi Ami who holds that in the fifth week, we go back to the regular parshios. So ultimately, again, this is where you have a situation where the weekday reading could be replaced. So the Gemara says, "Elman Amar, the Seder Haftorah Suchoser Haftorah Bechol Miika." So we'll say again, but according to the opinion, it says that it's only the Haftorahs that are disrupted, but the regular Kriya is the same. Then I'll say, how would this work when these events fall out during the week? In other words, the Mishnah said that when any of these special events occur or special days occur, Rosh Chodesh, Chanukah, Purim, Tanios, Ma'amados, Yom Kippur, we suspend the regular reading and replace it with a new reading. That makes sense even when these events fall out during the week. But if we're talking about only Haftorahs are changed, but the regular readings remain, where do you ever have Haftorahs during the week? To which the Gemara Sevi'idach and Rabbi Ami, will, excuse me, Rabbi Yermia will say, Ultimately, again, I will say, again, remember, there's two different halachas over here. There's what you do when special occasions fall out on Shabbos, and there's what you do when special occasions fall out when? During the week. And it's two different halachas. When special occasions, well, I'm calling it special occasions, but you understand what I mean. Unique occasions fall out during the week. Often, the regular weekday reading will be totally and fundamentally replaced. Whereas some of those same special occasions fall out on Shabbos, what happens? The regular parasha Shavua is read, but what occurs? A supplemental reading is added. Two different situations to which the Gemara says, but let me ask you, Ah, he says the Gemara. But Butanios Lamaliaf Saka. But I will say, if let's say again a fast day falls out during the week, why do you need to stop reading the regular reading? Let's say let's say a fast day falls out on a Monday or a Thursday. Why why do you have to stop the regular reading? Why not continue? Likri mitzavra beinyana dioma obemincha betanisa. Why don't you read in the morning the regular? So say let's say again, let's say there was to be a fast day on this week on Monday Parshas Bishalach. So the Mishnah says, well, what would happen in that situation is, don't read the regular reading, right? So you wouldn't read Parshas B'Shalach in the morning, you would just read that day, the Kriyas Torah for Atainus. Why? Why not go ahead and just read the regular reading, Parshas B'Shalach in the morning, right? And go ahead and read the special reading for the Atainus in the afternoon. To which the Gemara says, this is actually an incredible Gemara. Misayeya lei l'Rafuna. Dharma Fribos is a very moving Gemara. What was the order for a fast day? I will say, listen to this, this is really incredible. Mitzafra, I will say, listen to how they used to structure public fast days. Mitzafra, Kinufya. In the, in the morning, in the morning already, they would be gathered. They would be gathered. Rashi says, Mitzafra, Kinufya, Masifin bnei Adam, Ubotkin, Umasirin, Emyesh biyadam Avera, Biyachtulu Kedeshe, Skavah Hatainis. Lefichach, Ein Pnei Bishachas, Likros Vatorach. I will say, on a fast day, there was no time for Kriyas Torah in the morning. I will say, why not? Because what would they be doing in the morning of a fast day? The entire town would be gathered. And I will say, what would they be doing? A cheshbon 
the town would be townspeople would be gathered, and there would be communal introspection. Let's look into ourselves because I both said the others. Remember why were you de- why are you declaring a fast day? Usually because what could be either rain, something is going wrong. But I both say with the way people, the way you have to sometimes reflect to when things are going wrong is you have to introspect. See, I both say this is the interesting thing theologically. Sometimes when things go wrong, it's because of something I'm doing. Sometimes it's not because of something I'm doing. I will say we have the concept in life of Tzadik Viralo. I could be doing, quote unquote, everything right in life, but things still don't go according to plan. That does happen. But I will say, but when negative things happen in life, the first thing I really have to do is I have to introspect. That that's the first order of business. Because I have to think about, could it be that what's occurring to me is because of something that I'm not doing correctly? Something misfiring with. Now again, I want to be very clear. It doesn't always work that way. Very often, again, a Kalash Baruch who visits circumstances upon us for a whole variety of different reasons. But my first response to setback, to tragedy, to adversity has to be introspection. Has to be, what could it be that there's something I'm doing that has brought this about? Can you imagine this scene in a communal fast day? What are they doing in the morning? Kinofia. Everybody gets together. Everybody gets together. And what's the point? Let's all introspect. Have you ever heard a thing about a thing like this? Right? right? Let's all introspect together. Can you imagine how vulnerable a person has to make themselves in a situation like that? Because if you look at Rashi, again, Rashi's lesson over here, it's in the wide lines, about 15 lines up from the bottom. Right? They introspect. And now again, I will say, laughed after that they were doing this in public, right? But I'm, let me see differently. They were doing this in public. I don't know that it means everybody is announcing their sins in public, because right, you're not supposed to do that actually. But the idea is all of us gather, and the whole point over here is just introspection. Let's look into our lives and try to figure out is something broken? Is something wrong? And if there is, how can we fix it? Because maybe if we do that, we could turn this circumstance. I will say, can you imagine having such an asifa like that? Where all of us get together, there's no talking, there's no nothing, maybe there's a little bit of singing, because that could be helpful in allowing a person to be introspective. And Mamish, the entire avoda is, let's look into ourselves. Let's each of us look into ourselves, let's try to find something that's wrong, something that's broken, and let's be macabre to fix that which is broken within ourselves. I think we should do this. Not now, but I, right, I, right, but I, I will finish with that first. But I, I think I will say, I think it's Kedai, really, in all seriousness, to create and to emulate an avodah like this, of just getting together for the sake of creating an Aviran atmosphere that is conducive to introspection. It's incredible. So the Gemara goes right there. From the morning until midday, they would go ahead and introspect and think about communal matters. On a communal level, is there anything we're doing wrong? We'll say from midday for the next quarter of the day, they would read from the Torah and half Torah. And the last quarter of the day, they would have. And Shinei Amar, Pazik says, So the Pasik itself says, 
For a quarter of the day, you read from the Torah. For a quarter of the day, you go ahead and you daven. So the Gemara says, In other words, how do you know which quarter to use for tefillah, which quarter to use for kriyana? In other words, like, the way they set it up is the first half of the day. First part of the day is everybody's gathered in respects individually. Then again, still part of the first half of the day, they get together, think about communal matters. What do we need to tackle? What do we need to do? What do we need to address? From midday to the next quarter, they would kriyasa Torah, half Torah, and then the last quarter of the day, they would daven. To which the Gemara says, well, how do you know you're not supposed to reverse those two quarters? Lo sakadayt chadichsev, Basik says, ve'elai ya'asofu kol chorei bedivrei alokei Yisrael, al me'ala gola v'ani yoshe mishomim ad leminchas ha'erev. You see over here, ultimately, again, that tefillah takes place ad minchas ha'erev, or le minchas ha'erev, from mincha up until the evening. And I will say, so therefore, again, just before I get to this, this is why, by the way, the Gemara says there essentially was no Torah reading on the morning of a public fast day. Why was there no Torah reading, Abosai? Because they were busy with other things. The only Kriya that took place was in the afternoon by Mincha time, and that was the Kriya of a fast day. But Abosai, isn't this an incredible way to think about it? And the Ramam actually codifies this, the right? The Ramam goes in and discusses this idea. He says, based in Vaskim, Yosha Mesaknes says, Ubotkim, Ubotkim, they were Davin Shachris, no Kriyasa Torah. They were Davin Shachris, and literally, again, introspection from morning until Chatzos. And introspection had two parts. First part, according to Rashi, personal introspection, then communal introspection. They would identify one of the stumbling blocks and ultimately remove them. And then the Ramam would go on. And Allah, again, described the rest of the day from midday up until the next quarter. They would go ahead and have, they would read Torah and half Torah. Again, according to the Ramam, they would read the Tochicha. And then ultimately, again, the last part of the day, And then they would dive in the last quarter of the day. But I will say, incredibly profound, that the way they used to spend their communal fast days, the first chunk, the major chunk of the day, was spent in introspection. First individual introspection, and then communal introspection. I will say, you should be Zohar to do this thing. Stop over here, everyone. Pick up with the Mishnah tomorrow, Mirza Hashem.